The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. Yes, the Jets beat the crap out of the Oakland Raiders in their house. Uh, Something I was afraid of, and it did happen. Uh, This is the game I was petrified for, and well, we saw it in living color. Green, that is. We're going to hit on that and more here on show 540. Just want to remind the Raider Nation that the Raider Nation podcast is the longest running professional sports podcast. And for several years during the beginning, we were number one in all sports podcasts. And that's on iTunes. Amazing. Thank you, Randy, for all your hard work. 540 podcasts. Nobody for any sports team has done it longer. I'm just saying. All right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have <laughs> the crash landing by the Raiders planes <laughs> at the Jets' house. Oh, my gosh. Where do I start? Well, we'll start somewhere in this story because, well, we got we to gotta look at what's ugly to appreciate what's not. And then, of course, we'll do a pregame for a possible uh, round two of this same contest, but we'll see against the Kansas City Queefs, or we like to say the Condiments in their house at Sparrowhead. Boy, that's going to be tough. Two two tough games in a row. But, uh, hey, that's football. That and the bone line should round things up. Let's get to it right now. Happy Thanksgiving or happy post-Thanksgiving because this probably air after the holidays. I hope that all Raider Nation and everyone who listened to this show had a great, wonderful, and bountiful Thanksgiving. Thankful for what we have. Thankful for (laughs) everything because I truly am thankful for the Raider Nation for sure. And many, many other things, that's for sure. Especially the misses, my family. So be thankful and grateful for what you had. It's tough, though, after watching a game like the Jets. On a cold, wet, uh, blustery day in New York at Three Rivers Stadium, the Oakland Raiders were pummeled by the New York Jets, a team that didn't find itself in the first part of the year, lost their quarterback, and were in complete disarray until Sam Darnold came back. And to me, that says a lot about that young man. During this 34-3 34-3 beatdown by the Jets. The Oakland Raiders look like another team I've never seen. Players not showing up. Lots of drop passes. Lots of penalties. You know, I just wonder someday when all this will clear up and we'll be able to sail on like, like a normal football team, and I don't really know what that is. 
but I know that this spastic play is tough for me to see. You know, we could have gone there and won by three or even seven, but 34 to three? Really? Well, I looked at the game a couple times, and it's very obvious to me that the team was not prepared mentally. Uh, nobody was in the right space, no one was in the right time zone, and nobody was in their right mind when the whistle blew. Sam Darnold and company went up and down the field at will, scoring and scoring and scoring yet again. Derek Carr's pull out of the game late in the game because it was a futile attempt at uh, trying to save face. We were embarrassed. Everyone on the team should have been severely embarrassed because the play was that of a team of yesteryear, not of this Raider team. I know they're young. I know they're inexperienced. But this was a turd. A huge, smelly, stinky turd laid there right in the field in New York. Where do I start? Is it the... 127 yards of passing, 12 of 27 by Derek Carr. And again, let me just go through this because it goes every time we lose, there's a Derek Carr phenomenon. I'll, I'll say this. The two comparisons of the quarterbacks, Carr was garbage. He was garbage. He was scared. He was unprepared. He missed a bunch of players. He threw all the short passes that we expect from him in a tough game. You know, I don't know if he's ever going to take us over the top. Some days he looks like Superman, and some days he looks like super crap. This is the latter. And, you know, just compare the two quarterbacks. Sam Darnold, young as he is and big as he is, got the ball to his receivers in mid-stride. Let me just say that again. His receivers were running at full speed. The ball was delivered at the right place, and they took the ball and went down the field. Now, I can't tell you just as me. I know I'm kind of critical sometimes of Carr, and I still am. I'm going to be until he takes us to the playoffs. But this kid was horrible. I mean, Derek Carr was a joke. The balls are flowing low, outside, behind, and this is not the first game that's happened. I like Derek Carr, but I just don't know if he's the answer. Now, I know we've had a lot of turkey quarterbacks, and every time we lose, we come back to this same story. And then we win, and everyone's like, well, there's Carr. There he is. But it's in the losses that you truly see the weaknesses of players. It's when they lose, it's when you see that they're where their chink and their armor is, and that is Derek Carr. You get him afraid, and it's over. I mean, he was afraid. He got sacked. Oh, God. It was an ugly game. The game I feared most appeared on the television. And I told you guys before that uh, we're not ready for this team, and they're coming up, and they will be better next year. And the only thing that makes me happy about this game is the Patriots have to play them twice a year. Yay. We got throttled by the Jets. There was nothing saving about this game. There's no special teams victory or victory in the trenches. Uh, you know, I think Jacobs only got 34 yards on the entire day, which means, you know, no one was playing real well. The offensive line wasn't playing real well. 
Derek Carr ran for his life, and we tried to run the ball. We were stuffed. I don't know if that's so much for the Jets, as they're a very good team coming up. And the Raiders, I think we're a very good team on the come-up as well. Certainly didn't show it in this game. But, you know, I see a lot of concerns. we got a long way to go. When the coach says we got a long way to go, this is what he's talking about. We dropped passes. Hell, we dropped four center quarterback exchanges in the second half. We missed tackles. We missed field goals. We missed an opportunity to uh, show our fans that came out today uh, what kind of football team we are. Uh, really disappointed in it. I take credit for all the things that went wrong. I want to forget this game with the Jets. I want to forget it because I don't want to have to worry about this kind of contest next season. I am hoping that next year and in the near future, we don't get blown out like that. Because I know the Chiefs don't. I know the Patriots don't. I know that good football teams do not get blown out 34-3. to Very excited to talk to our next guest. Covers the Raiders for the Athletic. Mr. Vic Tafer back on KMBR tonight. Vic, how are you, sir? It's good to talk to you. Doing good, man. How you doing? You know, I'm all right. I'm just, uh, I'm very curious in, in your mind how brutal this loss really is for the Raiders. Uh, on Friday, Thursday, talking about how they were knocking on the door. The AFC playoff picture, I think at that time they were the sixth seed heading into the weekend. And I just want to get your thoughts on how bad this loss really is for the Raiders going forward. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, they can't sugarcoat it. I mean, they, they got uh, they got stomped by a team. Uh, you know, that's probably not that great. But uh, I think for me, it was just a bad spot. You know, a three zero homestand and a huge game with the Chiefs coming up. So you know, they don't do really well in cold weather. Derek Carr's in trouble in, in the cold, and I just thought it was a bad spot for them. The Jets have won two in a row. Definitely feeling this is their moment. So I just thought uh, the game kind of got away from the Raiders in the second quarter. And you guys put it behind you. I mean, that's what happens in the NFL. So it's a week-to-week business, and some weeks are going to be uh, pretty bad. What do you think that road trip did for the team? You know, they they went to it was Minnesota, Indianapolis was day one. They were in London against the Bears, Green Bay, Houston. But being on the road for that long, I'm assuming it has to put a, bring a little cohesion to the team. Yeah, I think it was huge. I think they definitely came together. They spent so much time together. I think they all kind of uh, bonded over the fact that you know it was, just a, it was a crazy preseason with hard knocks and the whole Antonio Brown soap opera. So I think when uh, Antonio left, I think they definitely uh, came together, kind of uh, you know our dog mentality, kind of let's do it, you know, together kind of deal. So I think the offense has been pretty good all year long. Defense, you know, made some plays during the homestand, but still, just, uh, you're not really quite there yet. It was amazing to me that they were able to, well, really not get distracted with the Antonio Brown circus that came to town, like you said, at Hard Knocks was at training camp. It, you know, it was amazing. Going into Camp Vic, I thought the biggest question was whether or not Derek Carr was even going to be sticking around. I wondered what the relationship was going to be like with him and Gruden. Now, he did get pulled yesterday for Glennon, but really Derek Carr has been playing very well this year, and I think he solidified his spot going forward. But, you know, why do you think that Derek Carr gets criticized so much, especially early on? Now, the Raiders have shut my mouth with their play for sure. We'll get into individuals. But when it comes to Derek Carr and that Gruden relationship, I think a lot of people got that wrong. I'll I'll say I'm one of the first ones for sure. Yeah, I think it's still a work in progress. A lot of people say he got pulled yesterday, but really it was just for health reasons. I think they're, you know, at that point, there's nothing really left the game. But even when, you know, that's going to come back down 34 to 3, I think, yeah, at that point, he's going to take some cheap shots from the Jets. So I thought it was just a fact, you know, wave the white flag and kind of move on. I think they made a lot of steps this year, both Gruden and Carr together, as far as being in sync and knowing 
the other guys thinking, what the other guy, what the other guy wants to do in terms of situations. I think um, there is a lot of criticism with Derek week to week based on, you know, if they win or lose. I think a lot of us have this personality. I think some Raider fans don't really click with Derek's personality. I think a lot of it's like they don't think he makes the big plays all the time and doesn't make the rest of the guys better, which is kind of weird because this year especially, I mean, his receiving core mm-hmm. has just been a bunch of guys who are kind of just signed or traded you know, during the course of the season. So I think there's been a lot of turnover at a receiver. They still put up nice numbers. So I think he's done a really nice job this year. So on that note, uh, we got to lick our wounds and move on, but it was a hard game to watch. Statistically a stinker. There's really nothing else to go over other than we lost Hunter Renfro, which is a bummer for sure. He's got a broken rib. He may not play the rest of the season. Uh, what's the update with this Hunter Renfro injury? Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what it is, but I know he's got a really bad rib injury and some lung issues. So I, I think he's off of the year. I think they haven't announced that yet, but I think um, I'd be surprised if he played the rest of the year. He took two big shots yesterday in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, came back. The first one you could tell it really hurt him. He was done for a while. But he came back in the game, took another shot later on, and that was it. But I think uh, probably you know, some kind of uh, some rib damage and also had some lung issues. So I think it's going to be uh, the end of his season. I wouldn't doubt it either because Gruden ain't playing for this year. Um, and we'll see what happens, uh, going forward. But, you know, we got a lot of work to do and we got a lot of new players to get before we get to where we got to get. And that is the top of the mountain. And that is all I have to say about this turkey of a game. The Oakland Raiders, Raiders travel to Kansas City once again on their yearly trek, the Sparrowhead. Yes, uh, Kansas City this time of year is very special. Uh, if you think Derek Carr had a hard time last week in New York, well, this is a, a little bit worse weather-wise. It's colder, and it's worse weather as far as wind goes. Uh, it's nasty out there in Kansas City. I've been there. Great fans. Great place to see a ball game. And the Raider Nation does show up huge in Kansas City. Let me tell you, it ain't no joke. The silver and black, they show up. Now, the, the Chiefs have their goal of going to the Super Bowl, but, you know, they've, they've hit a couple snags this season. Mahomes got hurt. They lost a few players. They're not as dynamic as they were last season, uh, which I thought was, you know, the, the season they should go to the show. But... Um, they're still powerful, they're still strong, and they're still ready to beat some Raider ass, trust me. And they are excited about it, and I am excited to see the Raiders go and show them what they can be. Yes, I'm saying this will be a better ball game and a much narrower contest. It better be. The Raiders better go to Kansas City with a whole different attitude. They better go there and play outside for a week in the snow before they go to Kansas City. They need to have some foul weather training because obviously from last week, they had none. You know, the ball is going to be hard as a rock, slippery as a piece of ice, and so on and so forth. So our running game must be prolific. 
Our offensive line, I'm getting sick and tired of hearing how vaunted they are and how great they are and how big and powerful they are. And in the game against the Jets, they were pussies, literally. Pushed up and down the field like they were on roller skates. That is not the way you win a football game. You win in the trenches. Now, our defense is going to have a tough time like they did before against this chief team. But that's not the strength of the Raiders. It's supposed to be the offensive side of the ball. What the hell? Let's go, Raiders. Let's get this offense rolling like it was before. And that starts with the offensive line. If we don't get push in this game, we will end up another 34-3 game, another beating if we even score. Their defense is good, good enough, and their offense is prolific. And we, in order to win or even not be embarrassed, which is my, you know, my biggest worry. We got to play good football in the trenches, man. And last game we played shitty. And we can't have our quarterback running all over the place getting sacked several times. It will happen in Kansas City. You cannot hear. You cannot see. You cannot throw the ball. It's a tough place to play a game. We have won there. Hell, we won there with Jamarcus Russell. Believe it or not, one of our victories, few in that that idiot's time here in Oakland. <clears throat> we can beat the Chiefs. You know, it's you know, the way the media spins shit, it just blows my mind. If the team listens to it, they might as well just stay home and not even go. And take the W. Take the, the L. Because, you know, everybody has the Raiders getting just thumped ten and a half points. Ten and a half point dogs. I don't know, man. Maybe you should take the points. If I were the Raiders, if I were Gruden, I would th- show that in the locker room, have it hanging on every man's locker. You're ten point dogs. People don't expect very much of us, do they? No. Especially this week. What do you think about the young talent stepping up for Gruden? Is it just the fact that they've got incredible skill or that the fact that they're buying into what Gruden's saying? I mean, you look at the performance that Josh, Josh Jacobs has given this team all year long. Max Crosby, who we've talked about at length, especially with the Khalil Mack situation going on in Chicago, but he gets so much out of these younger guys. Yeah, it was a great draft class. I mean, they've had so much uh, contributions. Then they, especially when you figure they didn't have Abram. Abram got hurt right away. It was a first-round pick. And Cleveland Farrell's kind of struggled at times early on. So I think despite those two things, you still have a lot of uh, production from their rookies. So I think that's a credit to the coaching staff. And also the guys he brought in were ready. They're ready. They're smart kids who uh, came winning programs. And Max Crosby definitely uh, gained some weight in the offseason, kind of got to a level they thought it would take a year or two to get to, but he's already there. So as far as being a you know, high motor impact guy. So just a, it was a great draft class. And it's definitely a big part of why they're, they're six and five. Uh, you know, it's so funny. We talk about Gruden, and he was criticized heavily, Vic, about the moves that he had made, especially trading Khalil Mack and then saying it's hard to find a pass rusher. But you look at Max Crosby, the the numbers that he's putting up alongside Farrell, like you said, it was a great draft class. But all these moves that John was criticized for, uh, I mean, they're working out. Him and Mayock, I think, are a lot better team than people were going to give him credit for. Yeah, I think definitely. You look at the, the last year, you got a lot of criticism. I think this year, he probably deserves a lot of praise. Definitely one of the better coaching jobs in the league this year. I just think that, um, like you mentioned, the Antonio Brown thing was a huge blow to him because yeah. that was a guy they based the whole offense around him. And I know when uh, that whole thing went down, he asked for his release and they finally 
did it. That's what we do most of the playbook. I mean, the playbook was really Antonio Brown. He was going to have huge numbers. I mean, that's the thing about uh, when he looks back on this and at some point in his life, not only was it the money he blew, but his numbers this year would have been ridiculous. I just think that's how crazy John Gruden was about him in his offense and how much time he and Dex went together. So I think um, – that was a big deal and to come back from for John. He did. He's definitely a good job. He's in tight ends. He's in the fullback. He's in the, all the different receivers they brought in. So I think he's done a really nice job this year. Well, let's surprise him, Raiders. Let's get out there and start with the offensive and defensive lines and go from there. If we can dominate in the trenches, if we can hold off their defense and score some touchdowns, it could be a great game for the Raiders. We could take the Chiefs out of the playoffs. Okay, that's all I care about. Now, I know we don't have that playoff caliber team. I've heard a bunch of garbage about that. We're not there yet, but we got a team that could do some damage, especially in a game like this. We could be the spoilers. I know that this is an opportunity for us to go uh, to the playoffs. Okay, well, I don't think we're ready. Uh, I don't think we're even close to ready, especially after last week. Uh, teams like that don't go to the playoffs. Uh, we have to beat the Chiefs just to show that we have arrived at this point. I mean, we have to get to some games and win some games we're not supposed to win. And that's this game right here. We're supposed to beat the Jets. Aha, isn't that funny? But we're not supposed to even come close to the Kansas City condiments, ketchup bread, mayonnaise right, and yellow mustard. That's right. The condiments. Do you think the Raiders are a playoff team going forward? I think they're definitely they're going to bounce back. I think I mean, they, they have to after last week's performance. But I think it's all about matchups. You know, the Jets have that tough run defense, which is uh, they stopped the Raiders last week. The Chiefs still don't. Chiefs have been running on most of the season. So I think there's a chance to bounce back there. Two home games definitely winnable. So I think it's wide open. I think they're definitely they're going to, you know, they, I think they've come too far to kind of fold up you know, the tent right now. So I think they'll be in the picture for a little while longer. Vic, thank you so much for the time, sir. It's a pleasure to talk to you. All right, man. Take care. So let's hope with all these, you know, numbers and stats and fantasy football crap, let's hope they can throw all that shit out the window. The Raiders get into the trenches because that's the only way they're going to win this game. It's not going to be on Carr's arm. It's going to be on Jacob's feet. It's not going to be on any one particular player. It's going to be in the trenches. As soon as Jacobs realizes he can run for 20 yards at a clip, this game could be over. As soon as Carr realizes he could throw further than 20 yards, we could scare the shit out of this team. But until we get to that point where that's a possibility, it starts with the trenches, well, folks, we're going to be 10-point dogs. And I hate saying it, but it's the truth. We got a long way to go with this team, but I like what we have so far. Let's see what Crosby and Farrell can do. And then we will see how the Raiders perform in this contest. All in all, I do have hope, believe it or not, for a win in Kansas City. Now, it is a long stretch, but man, we would be like, (laughs) it would be, Headline news, the Raiders beat the Chiefs at home. I would flip and love it. I'd love to see Fat Annie with his pouty face uh, stumble on out to the middle of the field and then waddle on by back with a big old frown. I love it. Let's hope we can do it. 
at least stress them out a little bit. Let's do a contest. Let's bring our A game for crying out loud. It's a division game. Let's go, Raiders. That is all I have to say about that. Bad of the bone. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Another reminder, the bone line only works as they're talking. So if you stop talking too long, it's going to cut you off. And remember, again, three minutes. Three minutes is your time. If you got six minutes of things to say, call back. Give your second three minutes. But three minutes is usually what it is. Give your take. Let's move on, folks. All right, who's first on the bone line? And our first caller is the Jersey Boy Raider. Oh, brother. <laughs> uh, you witnessed a heck of a game. What's up, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the Jersey Boy Raider. You I had to call this week. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm sorry I haven't called in a while. It's the first time actually all season. Uh, you know I'm listening to every episode, of course, and as I always tell you, I really, really appreciate everything that you and Randy do for us, the Raider Nation, for everything that you bring in your show each and every week. Um, it, it's the best, and I uh, just want to tell you how much I enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you, as always. With that being said, I, I think we can look back at this last game and say, Raider Nation, it wasn't pretty. <laughs> wasn't pretty, but we'll take it, okay? We'll take it. Because when you look back on it now, we're 6-4. and four, With a great opportunity to go 7-4. and four. Sets, up, sets up a great game against the chefs, okay? And, you know, they're talking about the P word, right? Playoffs. And we're talking about how we're going to get there. Everyone's saying we're going to get that last wild card spot. Nah. Now, we can win this division. We're seeing how the Chiefs play. We are playing good football. And as bad as our defense has been at times, it's the Ben don't break again back in 2016. It is that Ben don't break defense. We've won games with our defense out on the field shutting it down. I mean, three straight games. Don't forget the Colt game as well. And, guys, i got to tell you, you look at the offense. We have a running back, finally, in Josh Jacobs, okay, which takes the pressure off of Carr and that passing game. It allows it to open it up. One thing I will say real quick, I'm falling in love again with Chucky. I love what Gruden's doing with the team. Still too conservative. Okay, we were like a Ferrari last week. We couldn't get our second gear. Open it up, especially against the Jets this week. <laughs> it's a bad secondary. We've got to open it up this week. We should be able to score at least 31 points on that defense this week. And, of course, you know I'm going to be there. The Jersey Boy Raider and many, many other Raider fans are going to be there. Um, before I get to that, I just want to mention Josh Jacobs. Big shout-out. Max Crosby. How fun is it to watch this, 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 this kid? How fun. I love it. He reminds me of Howie Long. He's tenacious. He is just – he's relentless in his pursuit to the quarterback. I love watching Crosby. I uh, love this kid. Anyway, um, Carr, what can be said? I, I mean, you, you know, I was defending him. We always said, is he the guy? He's not the guy. Guys, 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 he's the guy. He is the guy because he's having a good season, quietly a very good season. He's efficient. He's smarter with the football. He's moving around in the pocket a little bit better. We needed that. He has improved, and he is looking good. His throws, I mean, when he has time, it's what has one of the best passes in football. And imagine 
imagine if we actually even had a number one wide receiver. Okay? So what we're doing with the offense. First of all, thank you for the props, bro. I'm sorry you got cut off, but that's how this, this phone system works of ours. So, first of all, you know now what happened with the Jets. You know now what the ebb and flow of this team has been for, I can't, countless years. Beat a team uninspected to beat. Lose to a team we're supposed to win to. How many times has it happened in our history? Way too many times, especially in the last decade. Carr's the guy until he's not the guy. We don't have a number one uh, wide receiver. We need some more pieces, but man, um, the game against the Jets was a real eye-opener, and I think you have to agree with me. Um, Kansas City, we just have to check it out. We'll see. But after licking our wounds last week, we better come ready to play, or it'll be a very tough, and I mean tough, offseason. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller is Raider Bray from L.A., Los Angeles, California. I love it. I'll be down there pretty soon, visiting family. Uh, what is happening, my good Raider brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Bray from L.A., calling after the Jets game. And uh, uh, let me see. Forget my last call. <laughs> I thought they could win this. They got their asses friggin' kicked. So uh, uh, I still think they can beat the Chiefs, but uh, playoffs? Playoffs? I don't know. Anyway, uh, Raider Bray out. Well, thank you for the call, brother. I love it. Playoffs? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? It's exactly how we should be sounding. Because last week, um, I don't know who we could beat last week. Uh, Certainly not the Jets. Appreciate the call, brother. Uh, We'll see what happens in KC. And our next caller, my very good brother, Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. I know you got some things to say. I can't wait to hear your take, brother. What do you got for us? Raider Nation. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. Yeah, you can hear the, the changing of my tone. Let me tell you guys something. We knew the whole feel-good story, Cinderella story, was going to come to an end eventually. We did. But to lose this way, to get embarrassed this way, to get blown out this way, to not even show up to the game is embarrassing, and it was sad to watch. Piss poor, if you want to call it a performance, okay. But we all know what happened. Let's go down the list, shall we? Drop passes. Derek Carr looking like a bobblehead doll out on the field, just shaking his head all around, didn't know where to look, didn't know where to throw. Two, defense making the Jets' offense looking like goddamn undefeated Miami Dolphins back in the day. To miss field goals, and Chucky calling the referee, a, uh, excuse my language, a cocksucker, was probably the best thing of the game. If we show up to Kansas City next week like this, the good old mercy rule will be brought out because they're going to laugh us out of that stadium, beat the crap out of us, just the way the Jets did, if not worse. That was not the way I was expecting to Raiders to come out and play today. 
it did not look like a team that wanted to push for the AFC West title. It did not look like a playoff wanting team. They look sad and broken for whatever reason. After it's ridiculous. I am just disgusted with this team today. We're a Jekyll and Hyde team. We never know who's going to show up. Raider Nation, that's all I got to say. I still love you guys. I still love the Raider Nation, but this was sad. And I'm crying over here. But let's get it next week, guys. Raider Nation, I'm out like that fat girl in dodgeball. Oh, and by the way, that roughing the passer, horseshit. I'm out. Love the take. As always, very well done. Roughing the passer, that was just like a fucking cherry on top of the shit Sunday. Uh, when that went down, I just, I was already disgusted. It's like, okay, we'll stick some alcohol in this cut. You know, let's see how it feels. Because, quite honestly, uh, it didn't make much of a difference in the game. Um, if we would were going to win or on our way to win, yeah, I'd have been pissed. But, you know, what else do you expect from the Zebras when the Silver and Back are playing? I've said it before. It's statistically impossible for one team to continue to be the most penalized team in the league. It's just not mathematically possible. Okay, let me move on. Great call, brother. Thank you. And next from beautiful Bakersfield, California, Casual Carmelo is in the house. What's happening, my good brother? Yo, what's up, Raider Nation? What's up, Raider Greg? This is Casual Carmelo calling in from Beggars, California. Man, I'm very disappointed. Uh, this was just a bad case of looking over a team, thinking that we had it in the bag because we've been on a roll. That's not the case. I mean, in my opinion, man, I just, instead of leaving Friday, I think that's when they left uh, to get out there. I think they should have left on a Tuesday, maybe even Monday. Monday or Tuesday to get our guys, you know, well-rested with the time change jet lag, whatever it is, they needed to get out there early to get these guys fired up and ready to go, man. It just, it felt all bad from the beginning. <clears throat> I woke up this morning, put on my jersey, felt kind of lazy. Turn on the game, man. It just, they just looked kind of, they looked lazy. I mean, everybody played bad. Nobody was in rhythm. People were dropping passes. We couldn't get no pass rush. Um, that quarterback, he was, you know, escaping extending the play he, he we just made him look too good you know which we can't do that we had a lot of breakdown in coverage our zone it was just trash today um you can't say anything else man it's just disappointing i want to hear what everybody else has to think so obviously i'm going to listen to the podcast i'm going to listen to what everybody else thinks i just personally think that they should have left a little early they should have left early to get you know adjusted to the time change and we've been traveling quite a lot you know it's going to take a toll the time change and we did pretty well at managing it and having this record it just seems like every time we have the ball on our court um you know we screw it up like this was our opportunity opportunity to go seven and four we had full command of our we had full command of our destiny man and for some reason in these moments this should have been a game where we said hey we're going to come in here with a real deal we're going to smash this team a team that we should beat you know disappointing i don't know what else to say man i want to hear what you have to say and oh man it just it 
it really gets me because I hate these trap games. I hate these games where, you know, we look past the team. But next week we have Kansas City. We need to travel there early, get ready for them, and, and we need to, you know, play a lot better, compete. This is ridiculous. I don't like it. Gunther, uh, man, it's frustrating. Can't say anything else. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, Raider Nation for life, you know, obviously. Still going to ride. We still have a chance, so let's do it, man. Stay focused, get this team together. Coaching needs to step up and get these guys in better positions to play a lot better and be more successful. That's it. That's all I got to say, man. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, Raider Nation, man, for life. I love you guys. Talk to you later. Now that was a great call. Good call. Matter of fact, that's a stimulating call because I believe the best thing you said was jet lag. (laughs) No, I'm just teasing, brother, but jet lag is an understatement. Yeah, they should have managed this game better. I couldn't believe they were leaving so late anyway myself, but I thought, well, maybe they practice outside in the cold wind in Oakland or I hadn't had a rain yet here. Um, I I don't even know how to explain this loss, man, because it seems like it was avoidable on all levels. The coaching level, which you bring out, which I didn't bring out, but it's a very good point, that it was poorly coached. And I don't mean just on the field. I mean in the pregame. I mean before they even got here. They should have got there early. They should have got there early in practice in that weather. That's how teams win. Um, I don't know what the heck was going on with this game. Maybe Gruden wanted them to get beat up uh, so they could go into Kansas City angry. Hell, man, I don't think so, but I I can't even imagine why we got blown out, bro. There was no reason in my mind. I knew it was a trap game. I said it was a trap game, but I didn't think it was going to be a slap game, and they just slapped the crap right out of us, bro. Appreciate the call, as always, Carmelo. And next, out of the OC, Orange County, the Raider Disciple. He's in the house, smart guy, loves this guy. What's going on, my Raider brother? Hey, Raider Nation. This is uh, the Raider Disciple out here in Orange County. Just want to call in and uh, win on the game today. Um, That game was done before it got started. Um, those drops were just momentum killers. It seems like they couldn't get anything going offensively, defensively, getting torched. I don't know about you guys. Sometimes I like to look at the sidelines and look at the body language of the players. It just seems like they just were not in it. I don't know if they were reading their own press the last couple of weeks or they just overlooked this because they have Casey coming up. But, you know, hey, you can't really be too angry at them because sometimes not a good ass whipping will get you refocused. And, uh, they were flying high the last few weeks, and the commentators were eating a lot of crow. A lot of time for the Raider Nation to eat a little humble pie because they get this flat. I got outplayed today, and um, it's not always a bad thing, you know. I mean, as a whole, the organization is trending in the right direction. You're just gonna have a big bump in the road like this sometimes with young players. There's no excuse. You got drafts handed to you. Dust your knees off. Get up, and there's still a lot of football left. Um, I don't know if I want to start bringing up the playoff board again, but. You know, as a whole, man, you know, they're they're doing doing things right. It was just a bad day. Bad day at the office. But anyways, you guys have a good Thanksgiving, and um, on to KC. I'm out. I love that call, brother. I do. And here's why. There's no finger pointing. 
There's no blaming, just the way it is. And I do agree with you 100% that the team is building. It's not like we're full of holes and there's no hope. No, man, we got some great foundational pieces that are showing up big right now and that will continue to show up. And along with other pieces from two more first round picks to all the other free agents we'll have coming in here next year, I think we're going to be awfully dangerous. Um, I think we should finish this year out better. I know we're going to play Kansas after this whooping. I hope we come out with our heads held high. And uh, I hope it's a trap game for the, the Chiefs, honestly. I think it would be a refreshing news blowout event to have the Raiders defeat the Chiefs in their house on the way to their own imaginary Super Bowl. That would be the best thing that could happen. I hope the Super Freaks come out and they just destroy the condiments. But who knows, bro? Great call. Love your take. And our next caller, you know him. I know him. And I love him. The Prez from Tennessee. This man has traveled on the high seas all over the country, man. Working out in the ocean. What is happening, brother? I know it's tough, but... Give us some good news. You're the positive guy here. What's up? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the Prez calling out the rivers of Illinois. First thing first, we got our ass beat royally. It was embarrassing. You know, I think um, we uh, went in there just flat. I ain't no think we did. I don't know, was it the media or everybody like just giving us kudos and we was filling out some kind of way and we just went in there unprepared and you know we can't just put that one call on the ref with the um roughing the pass and stuff like that though it is bullshit and then excuse my language though because i'm pretty hot so we got the queefs as randy greg would say the queefs at casey stadium hopefully we go in there you know with some pride and you know lick out lick our wounds and get back to playing business and stuff. But when it's all said and done, Raider Nation, you know, I always try to be optimistic and look at the uh, rainbow and um, the bright light in the tunnel, so to speak. For rookies, they're doing good. I'm not going to put too much pressure on these guys. Yes, we want to go to the playoffs, and yes, we like to go above if necessary, though. But let's give these guys a little kudos that, well, first-timers, these guys are actually pretty damn good. And also, bear in mind, we're missing a lot of key players through injuries, yet we still fall in. Yeah, today was a bad experience, and it was a uh, ass-whooping game, and it didn't go the way we wanted, though, but it happens, man. You know, hey, you know, every any given Friday, Ray Greg called it right, he, you know, it's going to be ugly. It was a dog fight at first, but he ended up being a slaughter in the end. So chop it up. But let's give these guys credit when credit is due. They've been playing ball. You know, um, I did notice something about Carr, and I'm glad they yanked him. Once again, when it gets bad, and I'm not being wishy-washy, though, but I have my reservations. When things get bad, that dude panics like a rookie. You know, those plays was getting our quarterbacks killed. I'm like, dude, what are you thinking about, man? Why are you throwing those kind of passes and stuff like that? But I'm a back off, you know, and just like, hey, you know, he had a bad day. But I hate to say it, though, when, you know, the pressure comes, he folds. And that's not how it's going to have to be when we start getting to the big stakes. Everybody talking about the wild cards and the playoffs, but realistically, 
we're not ready. It would be good to have like a little taste of it so those guys can know what to look for it, though. But what we got, we just get our asses sent home. There's no way in the world we're going to be able to contend with Baltimore and, and Houston. You know, we're probably Houston, but definitely not Baltimore and a couple other stuff because those guys will eat us up with a quarterback and those secondary is not ready. So, anyway, y'all have a good one. I'll be home in a week, and I'll be in Oakland for the Titans game, and let's do this. Y'all take care. Raiders. Like I said, positive. I totally agree. It's a young, fresh team. They're learning how to take these hits, and maybe we'll see how they respond to Kansas City. Um, that might be a good, uh, a good thing. We'll see what happens because uh, this is what really shows what a team's made of. We'll see what happens in Kansas City. I hope they come back and uh, make a show of it, bro. Because, uh, you know, Carr, another thing about Carr, Carr um, had a bad day. He had a real bad day from the first pass. A lot of drops, a lot of issues. He needs his receivers to step up, too. We need a number one. We'll see next year, man. It will be his time to either shine or die. In 2020, I'm telling you. Appreciate the call, brother. And our next caller, Raider Jim from the East Coast. You guys are taking a beating in the winter. Hey, man, that's the way it goes. Uh, uh, we're doing okay over here in the West, but uh, you take care of yourself up there. Raider Jim, what do you got for us on this amazing jet performance? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Jim on the East Coast on a blue Monday. A feeling that we are all too familiar with, but a feeling that I thought I would not have to experience this year. Not not a loss. I certainly expected us to lose another game, but I truly had started to believe that we were beyond putting a product on the field that was put on the field yesterday. I thought we had grown past that as a team, but no, not yet. It's the third year in a row that we have been exposed on the field in in a in an ugly way. There our weaknesses as a team are exposed. And yeah, you know, I've seen a lot of a lot of social media stuff, you know, and of course people come out and they're ready to to fire this coordinator, that coordinator, or whatever, get a new quarterback. You know, I don't, I don't think it's that simple. I think the team, it still has a lot of weaknesses. I said last week that we need to pump the brakes on playoff talk. I didn't think though that we could be this bad again. You know, I thought about the, the loss to the 49ers last year, and they just utterly destroyed, destroyed the Raiders on Thursday night, and as well as the Chiefs pounding us last year and just looking terrible and I thought about 2017 when you know we were coming off the 12 and 4 season and we went and played uh, New England and they just totally exposed us so the 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 true the truth I should say that we must swallow as Raider fans is we still have a ways to go and I think we've made progress this year we got some good young players and we still have some draft picks but we still have a ways to go. But, hey, win or lose, I say go Raiders. God bless the Raider Nation. Man, that was a great call, Jim. 
great flipping call because this is the truth. <laughs> we all know it, but I'm glad you said it. We're not there yet. And three seasons in a row, we've been 34 to, you know, nothing to three to seven, 42, I think, once too. We have been shellacked and exposed is like they exposed your uh, bare ass and then beat it. That's the exposure Jim's talking about here. I don't see championship teams losing to anybody 34 to three. I just don't see it happen. Doesn't happen during the season. Um, so here we are with a young team. I don't know about Carr. Maybe we surround him with some better weapons, whatever. Who knows about that situation? Still possibilities, but I think we're in a better place and we're going to be in a better place uh, next season. But uh, good lessons to learn, I guess, now. I, I look at Derek Carr when he was speaking in his postgame interview. I think he's sick and tired of these kind of losses. He hates being up there on the podium after this kind of loss. Who would like it? Let's hope nobody likes it. And they don't have to do it again. But uh, who knows? On to the Chiefs. Appreciate the call, brother. Go Raiders. And our next caller from North Carolina, Raider Ruben, is in the house. What do you got for us, my Raider brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Nation, Raider Randy. This is Ruben from North Carolina calling in. Um, I know the last time I called was probably after a loss, and I'm not trying to make it habit, you know, of calling after losses, but damn, yesterday's loss was just horrible. You know, after the Green Bay loss and the loss to the um, Chiefs during the beginning of the season, those were tough losses, but damn, against the Jets, three and seven Jets, you could tell that, you know, this team wasn't ready to play. You know, definitely the weather plays a factor when it comes to uh, preparation. Uh, this was just horrible. I don't know if they should, you know, go out and put sprinklers on every time, that, you know, the weather's predicted to be cold and rainy out at the practice field for the Raiders, the, you know, the teams to practice in that type of condition, you know, get ready for it. But drop passes, horrible um, penalties, that roughing the passer on the sack was just terrible. And, you know, it just seemed like the team was just not in tune and out of sync. You know, these 1 o'clock starts, you know, it, it, total BS coming from the West Coast and all the traveling that the, uh, the Raiders have done this season. But, you know, it's not really an excuse as it's part of the game. But, you know, you got to be ready for it. And the team was just just sucked, just sucked. And, you know, for, for you know, guys like Jamal Adams clapping his gums, you know, the team was under 500 and has no chance of, making the playoffs, you know, they got karma coming their way. So I'm really not going to, you know, put much emphasis on that, on that guy. You know, he's a total waste of breath. But, you know, just watching him jab at, at Derek Carr, I just wish one of the linemen would have stepped up to him and said, look, you know, that's my QB. You don't, you don't, you know, you don't talk to him that way. But it didn't happen. You know, we got, we got punched in the mouth. And it is what it is. You know, shout out to all the fans that showed up to the game yesterday. It seemed like there were more, um, Raider Nation showed up more than, you know, any Jets fans that were out there, you know, it seems like there were, you know, a good number of Raider Nation showing up in there in uh, at MetLife. But, um, you know, here's to another week. We've got the, the Chiefs, the condiments coming up. So 
you know, Andy Reid has a has a reputation of getting ready after a bye week and, you know, has a good record for his team coming off of a bye week. And hopefully, you know, Gunther Cunningham, I'm not Gunther Cunningham, I keep on forgetting his name, but, you know, um, Paul Gunther, that's it. Paul Gunther gets his head out of his behind and um, gets his defense ready because, damn, we got to do something. Got to do something, man. We got to get healthy. You know, get our players back. The players that we did sign on a short, you know, short, you know, you know, short week or whatever. You know, Preston Browns and the Deion Jordans and you know, um, DJ Swanger. There's room for North Carolina calling back. I was trying to finish my thought. Um, you know, I just hope you know this little three three game win streak. Um, you know, it just seems like every time we go on a streak, something happens. And we get a, a, a rude awakening. We get, you know, this dream we have. We get, we get thrown cold water on top of our face and woken up. So um, hopefully we got, you know, cold water thrown on us and wake up for that nightmare from this past weekend. And, um, you know, hopefully we come out of this, these next few games towards the end of the season, the last stretch, and come out with a victory. Um, it'll be nice, you know, push for that playoff run. But, you know, we're, we're talking too much about playoffs and, really haven't proven anything yet, so we'll see. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Well, thank you for that call. It was a great call, actually. Um, MetLife Stadium was full of silver and black. I feel worst about the fans who travel because I've been to one of those fans a few times, many times, uh, when our team has laid an egg like that. On the field now, I don't know what where to point a finger. I don't really know where to. Um, <clears throat> coaching, I believe, was a mistake on this game. They they should have blown that. They blew the whole when to get there, how to practice, and foul weather because we're not very good in it. And maybe he wanted to prove that. I don't know. I can't get into Gruden's mind. I only know that this was a brutal beating, and quite honestly. Um, I think we should be past that shit, but hey, this is where we are. So let's go on to the Chiefs. Appreciate the call, brother. Um, and yeah, I, I, we got to not have these kind of games. I can't wait till we don't. Love the call, bro. Thanks. Well, I hope and pray that everyone had a wonderful, blessed, and um, peaceful Thanksgiving. Uh, we are, we're hanging out, watching football today, and, uh, well, my best to all the Raider Nation, because I know we are worldwide. I know that we are focused on our team, and I know that we go a little nuts sometimes when we lose. One thing for sure, there ain't no other fan base like them. The Raider fan is a unique in the entire 32. Trust me, we stand apart from every other organization. We are the Raider Nation. And there is no other nation in the NFL. Thank you for listening to the show. God bless the Raider Nation. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. <laughs> <laughs>